0: Hello, my friends. We are back.
1: It is another season of the Women of Marvel.
0: I'm Ellie Pyle. I'm Judy
2: Stevens.
1: And I'm Angelique Roche.
0: And this season is all about
2: mentorship. Yes, many of our very, very favorite heroes have benefited from and have totally been shaped by their superpower mentors.
1: So this season, Women of Marvel is going to be focusing on those relationships, the ones between heroes in the Marvel Universe and the mentors who help guide them and encourage them so they could be the
0: best they could be. It's really the core of not only this podcast, but everything the Women of Marvel has come to represent. Women of Marvel has grown
1: into a movement, which includes not only this podcast, but books, articles, graphic novels, and panel discussions.
0: And after some time away, Marvel and the Women of Marvel panel returned to New York Comic Con.
2: Okay, so we're going to hear an excerpt from the panel, which was hosted by the incredible Angelique with Ellie and I as panelists.
0: That's right. We got to sit in the guest chair along with some other fabulous women of Marvel like senior editor Lauren Bissom, writers Dr. Eve L. Ewing, Dr. Stephanie Phillips, and Erica Schultz. Cool. Well, let's get right to it. So, Women of
1: Marvel, which is an incredible panel, we're gonna go over who we are, what we do, all the different incredible aspects of it. To my left, your right, we have senior editor, Lauren Bissom. Good
3: morning.
1: Writer, Dr. Eve Ewing. Writer Stephanie Phillips. Woo. And I'm very excited to uh, hear more about Millie the Spy. Also, also doctor, I'm hearing. Oh, also doctor Stephanie Phillips. Two doctors on the panel. I am not qualified to moderate this. All right, <laughs> um, next up, writer Erica Schultz. Woo. Are there any more hidden PhDs on this panel? Let me know now. Um, <laughs> And as we just introduced, podcast co-host and writer of Super Visible, Judy Stevens. She's been doing a a lot of work and a lot of writing. And a (laughs) A lot lot of of writing, correct. Uh, So we'll be talking a little bit more about Super Visible as well. And then last but certainly not least, podcast co-host and digital media executive director, such a fancy title, (laughs) (laughs) Ellie Pyle. There's
0: a... There's a long-going joke about at least title. Yeah, that, yeah. My my very fancy title, which means that my job can be whatever it needs to be this week. It can be it, it it can be a wide variety of things, and someday I'll explain to Angelique exactly what it is I do. <laughs> and then the next week it'll change. It will. It will. You know, Judy, I'd love to give you an opportunity
1: to kind of talk about. You know, how far we've come with the podcast and like the importance of the podcast continuing. Cause you have really been through so many iterations, right? Like we've had if we could put the list together of co hosts of the Women of Marvel.
2: And every one of them have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um and they've all been mentors to everyone else. Yeah, I mean that's the story of the women of Marvel. I mean the the podcast really grew from the conversations we were having in these rooms with you guys. And we wanted to continue that conversation every week. And so we launched in June 2014. I don't know if you noticed the number. We have over 250 episodes for you guys to binge if you haven't listened to any of them. But we've talked to an incredible amount of people throughout the years that have built this universe this family that you guys love and you're part of that story too right we've done live panels we've done conversations with some of these incredible women and hopefully more to have them join the podcast in the future i mean it's been pretty amazing just having like sana and janine and uh ellie joined us for a hot minute and now she's <laughs> back again and obviously we have you Anjali, lorraine has been on the host i mean it's adri like it's adri yes going. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible
0: and mentorship has always been such a part of Women of Marvel, at least from my experience. My first panel I ever did was a New York Comic-Con Women of Marvel panel where I showed up as a baby assistant editor and was just sitting in the audience, and Janine Schaefer was like, what are you doing? Get up here. It is this legacy of mentorship that you know just runs through Marvel, and um, I would love for all of you to kind of look around today, see who the people are, because so much of that mentorship also comes laterally you know it's 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 not just the editors it's writers and artists working together and forming these bonds people coming up the ranks together is sometimes the most important thing not just people you know reaching hands down from later in their careers
4: yeah.
2: Yeah, it's about being in the room, right? We're all in the room together, and we have to support the other people in the room. I more think, than just women,
1: too. I non-binary.: think that's a Good yeah. opportunity to say, Is there anybody in this room who's a comic book, creator, writer, artist, editor? Or who wants to be? Can you or stand who up? Or who wants to be? Can you stand up? Now, look at these people. Don't no, no no, don't sit down,, don't sit down. Yeah. Look at these people. Talk to each other after the panel is over.
0: Well, and one piece of unsolicited mentorship I will also throw in there is um, that, you know, we asked who wants to work in comics, but also, you know, that. That is increasingly a broader, broader, broader term. The reason I cannot tell Angelique exactly what my job is on any given day is that, you know, I've worked in a lot of different kinds of media for Marvel. And so uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to work at Marvel and somebody said, well, you can't draw. What are you going to do there? And I said, I don't know, and went back to acting class. But uh, I think that, you know, life is long, careers are long. You know, if if this industry is something you want to be a part of, you will find Find your way to do that whether it's in the creative spaces whether it's in the administrative spaces there are so many opportunities for so many people and we need all of you
1: that's a beautiful segue to talk about our next women of marvel anthology which is coming out march 2023 uh for those who have picked up the women of marvel anthologies before it is a wonderful celebration of writers. Uh, we do introductions and essays and interviews uh, and we bring in new artists and writers who maybe have not had a chance to, to write at Marvel but also journalists to do the intros and you know we look at the historical background so every single one of our, our moving forward on our women of marvel anthologies feature this information advice from editors it features you know who's our favorite characters who what are our favorite covers um, we did a piece t- about two years ago where we asked fans what were their favorite powerful covers right and so it really is about family across the board <music> One of the things I did want to talk about was the idea of mentorship. I wanted to ask every woman on this panel the concept of mentorship and how it has actually worked with them. Um, and I wanted to actually start with Judy because Judy
2: has been able to go through an interview mm-hmm. a hundred and Almost over one hundred and forty people who have worked at Marvel, either in the building on the books a huge part of the story. So this is the first time I'm able to talk about this publicly. Um, So I'm co-writing along with Margaret Stoll, who uh, wrote the Black Widow novels for Marvel and has been on this panel many times. We were writing the story of women who've worked at Marvel, women and non-binary people who have worked at Marvel. We talked to over 140 people during the pandemic. It is the first time many of these people have been able to share their stories with us. We're talking about like, you know, um, Marie Severin, Flo Steinberg, p- like people who have been in the office, Patty Cockrum. We're talking about the editors in the eighties, you know, um, Annie Nascente and and Weezy. T- it's, it's an incredible story. And so many of these people have shared their life experiences with us and we don't have a new release date. Please stay tuned. Um, but I just got the next uh, rev- um, review pages, the last 40 pages, and it's an incredible story. And the other part of it is that it's also the story of Marvel Studios. We have Victoria Alonzo, Scarlett Johansson, Brie Larson talked to us. This is an incredible story of just the beginning of people because we've always been here. We've Always been here, all the way back to the cartoons at the turn of the century. Women have been inking pages in the 1930s. We have been here. Man, I'm getting chills. I like all these all these women, it was an incredible story, but it is a story of mentorship, right? Yeah. You can literally follow, maybe not necessarily another woman helping another one woman up, but it's the story of women being in the room, advocating for female characters, advocating for other female creators. You know, like Amanda Connor, she got some of her first work at Marvel through the Barbie comics you know this is and the Barbie editor was the woman who like brought her on we're talking about um, Sana Sana's mentor was Mackenzie Cadenhead and Mackenzie Cadenhead's mentor was Jenny Lee who was one of the few women in the room in the the early aughts so this is like an incredible story I can't wait till it's out and we have a we have we have a new cover and everything so oh so it's called Super Visible the story of the woman at Marvel Um, yes I'm so excited this book came from this panel, which came from the podcast, and it's all because of you guys that we're gonna be able to write this book and tell this story, so. And
1: so before we hop to audience questions, for each of you, and it's, it's funny because you know some of you I, I know personally and I know that you've had mentors. Um, you've got group texts and chains and folks that you go to coffee with, and for you, what has been the importance of mentorship And now, because you have become mentors. We'll start with our writers, Eve Ewing.
0: I think um, what Judy said about, you know... I think often people who are coming from a marginalized identity, we look for other folks like us to bring us up. But for people who are not from those identities, it's equally important, if not more important, for you to extend your power to help somebody else out. And so um, for me, two of my most important mentors starting out in comics were Greg Pak and Ta-Nehisi Coates, um, both of whom were on deck all the time. Uh, Greg read and reread and reread a lot of versions of a lot of pitches from me, and just helped, like before it even got to the editor, um, and and reached out to me. Um, he didn't know that Marvel had already reached out to me about Ironheart, and he reached out to me independently and was like, "Have you ever thought about writing comics?" Um, and that really meant a lot to me, and I, and I really am very appreciative. Yeah.
1: Stephanie, Erica, go ahead.
0: I think my, my, my thing when I started and made the switch, career switch coming into comics, um, I wanted to just listen more and kind of hear other people's stories and what they were doing. Uh, Amanda Connor is a big influence, a uh, close friend and somebody that um, has been a really good person to go to, like going through different things in the industry because she's been through it a hundred times over. So she's been a really important person in my life.
4: Um, to Marvel specifically, two very important people. Kelly Sue DeConnick has always been incredible and an amazing person. And I literally, with the first Marvel job that I got, I panicked at three o'clock in the morning and wrote a word vomit email to her randomly and then went back to sleep and then woke up and said, Was that a nightmare or was that true? <laughs> <laughs> and when I got a response in my inbox, I thought, Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I, I, you know, it was a panic email of, I can't do this, I can't do this. And the advice that she gave me was, it is difficult but wonderful to do amazing things. And I was just like, well, wow. and you know, you can do this, you've got this kind of thing. And, and I literally, I printed it out and I keep printing it out and I pasted it in all my notebooks. But the other person is, and I'm gonna embarrass somebody on this panel, but the other person is Ellie Pyle, mm. who, <laughs> uh, the only reason I ever got a job at Marvel was because Ellie believed in me back in 2012, and Ellie had always, no matter what company Ellie was at, Ellie always found a way to try and bring me in, whether it was comics or lettering or whatever. So Ellie, genuinely, thank you. You're welcome. You, thank you. you, you got every one of those jobs <laughs> with with you with you backing me.
0: Uh, Well, I'll take that segue and we'll come back to you after um, to say that I want to echo what everyone has said about the different kinds of mentorship, Um, whether it's the allyship of people either hiring or, you know, recommending people who don't look like them. Um, I would be remiss in a conversation about mentors to not mention Steve Wacker and Mark Wade, both of whom have had a huge influence on me and my career. Um, But also the people who, you know, you're working alongside. You know, we talked about Janine Schaefer. We talked about Sanaa. Amanath that you know I was it it was a thrill to get to just work in the room with them work alongside them learn from them in those processes as well as in kind of more direct advice giving mentorship kind of situations and then um, as Angelique mentioned many of us are fortunate enough to have become mentors now um, I'm working with a great individual at the moment named Imar Daniel, who uh, we work together Ooh. on um, all of the fiction podcasts for Marvel. Quick plug for Marvel's Wastelanders. The Doom series is out now, speaking of Mark Wade, written it's by Mark Waid. It's really Wade. good.
1: You can subscribe uh, now to all of the Marvel Wastelander series and the fiction podcasts that Marvel offers wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Wherever you <laughs> listen to podcasts. And we're building up to our big crossover before the end of the year, so get on board now. You have time to get caught up. But uh, with that plug over, I will say that it's been a real joy to work with Mr. in that space and then work with them on the Infinity Comics as well and kind of you know get this experience where I came into a medium that they had more experience in than I did, despite my many years of Marvel general experience, and then um, to kind of bring them with me into the comics editing space and watch them take to that and learn this new medium and grow in that space has also taught me so much just you know hearing the questions that they ask that I never would have thought to ask and mentorship is always a two-way street where as cliched as it is you are learning as much from the people who you are working with as you may think you have to teach them (laughs) and I want to
1: I want to hop over to Lauren because uh as much as Lauren doesn't realize it Lauren has been definitely mentoring me in certain aspects of Marvel that I am uh, learning uh but Lauren I we've had a we've had lots of conversations about mentors throughout
3: the entire industry right yeah I mean I didn't start out in comics, so I feel like I'm learning every single day. And then I started at Marvel three months before lockdown. So I am continually looking to the women at Marvel on Slack with like bugging them constantly with like little questions that I don't know. Sarah Brunstad, who's in the audience, I'm constantly looking to and also being inspired by the amazing book she's putting out, the amazing creators that she's reaching out to. Um, Before Marvel, I was at DC Comics, and you know what, Marie Javins, before she was editor-in-chief there, long before she was an editor at Marvel. And when I was ready to make the move to Marvel, she helped make that connection for me, which is just like, you know, women opening the door. It doesn't matter which side of the aisle you're kind of on in that (laughs) respect, but, like, all publishers, all women, should have work and do cool, important things. So I've been really fortunate in my career. And then also... Sven Larson and C.B. Cebulski, who I work with very closely in my role, like they've both been around comics for a long time and also Sven has such a deep well of knowledge that if there's something I don't know about a character, he will never hold it against me and just like give me all of, all of the gems. So now for our very final, very important thing.
1: What we want you to do, stand up for me, turn around, get close. That is as safely possible close. Um, And our amazing photographer back there who's waving his hands is going to take a group picture because we believe that Women of Marvel is not just the folks that are here on the panel, but every single person that is in this room right now. I know I'm a little biased and I was on the panel, but y'all, that panel was so dope. So much
2: fun. It felt so great to be in the room again, especially on a Sunday morning. Everyone showed up and like really brought the energy and it was just so much fun. And Angelique,
0: you did an amazing job of moderating the panel, but because you were keeping us on track, you didn't get a chance to talk about your mentors and I want to hear about them. Oh,
1: thank you. Also, I wanted to talk forever because the panelists were pretty incredible. Also, it was a love fest. Um, You know, I've gotten really lucky throughout my life having having... having a number of mentors, whether it's my mom, my mentor from the Ms. Foundation, Teresa Younger, or, you know, my mentors from when I was at Gallup or in college. But, you know, one thing I got to say is when I started at Marvel, the mentorship started at the peer level, right? I had a number of mentors who were also hosts like Lorraine Sink, um, but also like folks like you, Judy, who were producers and Ellie, you know, we just got to know each other, but you know, you're, You're there for me every time I need to ask a question. And it's always been that kind of encouragement, whether it's from women at Marvel or, you know, it's from allies. You know, I've had a really good relationship with folks like Steve Wacker, um, Dan Buckley, you know, who have really helped not just with the Women of Marvel podcast, but... Marvel's Voices and as I've as I've gotten into publishing and editorial and the other cool work here
0: at Marvel. Well, and that's so important to mention peer mentors because we so often think about mentorship as, you know, coming down from above and it can be so important to, you know, look at the people alongside you. And in fact, that's advice I often give to people when they're talking about breaking into comics is, you know, the writer and artist teams that you work with at the beginning of your career, the people that you work with as a baby editor, you know, those are the people who are going to be with you your entire career. So I think that it can be really important to look at mentorship in all of its aspects, whether that's top down, side to side, or even from below. We can learn a lot.
1: Well, and I love that because you also talk about the the industry like at a larger whole, right? So like folks like Cara Mahorn or like John Jennings or also people like this is my full-time job for the first time. John's like, you need to know this person and this person. Let me bring you to this. Or, are you going to show up to this? Because that's also like a form of mentorship because you kind of walk into this landscape that you're like, okay, people have been doing this for 20 plus years and I don't know what they're saying. (laughs) I know that I love comic books. Like, so I I love the way there's a comforting person there that has got your
4: back.
2: I mean, that's also been my story at Marvel from the very beginning when I was an intern and was playing on the softball team. And A bunch of the guys on the team that advocated for me and I got my first time gig. I mean, that's the story of how I broke into Marvel was I played on the softball team. But it really was the story of like the godfather of Marvel.com, Peter Olson, who really like taught me a lot about, you know, web design and development. And then from there, I had many different mentors. I mean, I looked at John Sorelli, who really helped us shape this podcast very early on. Also, Pierre, you know, we talk about Ryan and Lorraine and the different people I worked with by my, my old director at Marvel, Jason Latour. I mean, everyone has shaped. And I think, like, honestly, maybe the most recent best mentor I've gotten is Margaret Stoll. I mean – I've never written a book before, and she has really shown me how to write a book. And the next steps, I'm like, what if I wanted to write another book? And she's been so great. And she started out as a peer and has now become a mentor and a friend. And I mean, that's a story of Marvel. They start out as mentors and then they become friends.
1: So speaking of mentors and hella strong women in Marvel, I am really excited about next week's episode. Ellie, you want to tell us about it?
0: Absolutely. Next week will be all about the Wasps. Both of them, Nadia and Janet Van Dyne. Janet is Nadia's stepmother and the original Wasp, but she let Nadia share that mantle. She guided Nadia through a lot during her journey, and we're going to dig into it with writer Sam Maggs and editor Alana Smith.
1: Until then, Women of Marvel is produced by Isabel Robertson, Cara McGurk-Allison, Ellie Pyle, Judy Stevens, and me, Angelique Crochet.
0: Our Senior Manager of Audio Development is Brad Barton. Our Director of Production Management is Larissa Rosen. Our Production Manager is Emily Godfrey. And our Executive Producer is Jill DeBoff.
2: Listen weekly on Series XM and on Marvel Podcast Unlimited on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next week. This is Marvel.
1: Your
4: Universe.